Welcome to Shrimp Cocktail, a dish best served cold. A place where we discuss our lives, housewives, and how Peter thinks that James Gambolfini was the one that got away. It's like no one wants to wop these days. I think Chris Jenner does. <laughs> oh yeah, she was a squatter. She got she got <laughs> off her ass and fucking whopped. She took her daughter's advice. Corey's just like has a splash guard. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want it anywhere near him. <laughs> Corey's actually like 110. He just has really good skincare. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> from Chris's WAP. Maybe. They're definitely all, um, all like weird like s- witches or something from another life. Yeah. Did you see like it's trending on TikTok now is like Chris Jenner's um I love my friends music video? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I love my friends. <gasps> Peter. Chris I, Jenner. I oh love wait, wait. My friends. No. no. <laughs> it's Okay, so it's a music video she made for, like, it was just, I think, for her 30th birthday. So, oh, okay. How, however many years ago that was. But she made a music video to celebrate her 30th birthday, and it's amazing, where it's just about, it, she's driving around L.A. and just, like, going to her favorite restaurants and boutiques oh. and stuff. And, uh, you know, like, she's still with Rob Kardashian, like, uh, Rob Sr. And, she, um, she's, like, in the she, back of a, a white Bronco, like, I love my friends. <laughs> OJ's in the video like a bunch of times. <laughs> Spit take. Yeah, um, this was this was before um, you know OJ became white Bronco OJ. Yeah. Um, but like, so she sings it like it's like a song. It's like a, a I guess like a parody on the it, like the song "I Love LA" by okay. um, you know the guy who does uh, Randy Newman who does a Toy Story song. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a riff on that. You got <laughs> really a crazy. friend of me. That one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Becky's about to do the voice. Okay, but Randy Newman's <laughs> white though, so it's fine, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, he's white. Um, he just stole the voice of black people from like a lot of other artists historically. I don't. I don't know what's going on with Randy Newman. I think he's authentically Randy Newman. I guess I think, but what was I going to say with the the audio? definitely has like re-blog quality for that song sounds like the people are probably using the sound of the yeah. friendship we song. should do a we should do one <laughs> did you see that kim's gonna be in the new season of american horror story yeah what are your thoughts and feelings i'm like are, is are the kardashians done like that's such a weird choice for her mm-hmm. well they're saying that kim is trying to like go fully camp now but it's she hasn't been away from the camera long she enough because that's what paris like, hilton's she doing camp though but like like she just is not camp like i don't think she has a lot of sense of humor about herself i i'm very curious to see what they'll like pull out of her but i really don't think it's gonna be her organs <laughs> like carly steeman you know like we're <laughs> internal <laughs> scroll interior scroll yeah <laughs> <laughs> white lady bullshit I made a reference about it to Maiwani recently doing it about her performing it on the Metro. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was having this conversation with a friend today that like Kim's a weird choice for the show, but like I'm open minded. But like, why hasn't there been a housewife yet? Oh my God, they're so like, made for Story. it. I know, and like, who would you think would be a good fit for American Horror Story? It's like Sonia, Luann, like ones that are already camp and kind of rocking that angle. But I think Eileen Davidson would be good. Yeah, she's such a good actress. She's an I actual was... actress. She's amazing. She's such a good actress. Beast! <laughs> you beast! <laughs> you sanctimonious bitch! Or like Candace, also... I would want to see like just for like. Candace would get it. She, yeah. She'd be in on the joke. Who else did I think would be good? Um, Lisa Ta- Rinna. I think Taylor for like the body horror. <laughs> <laughs> and Vanderpump. She candy the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it because my face doesn't look like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. I was going to say that like part of the legacy of the Kardashians is how well they've been able to like document their lives and have this like facade of like perfect holiday greeting card kind of like the entire time Mm -hmm. but it's like been doing that since like the 80s that's what chris has been doing she has these whole archives and so they're able to like pull up all this shit and they're like sort of like the person who's in control of history has all the power because they can just like manicure themselves to look certain ways and it really and all their daughters are doing it too now so it's just like this whole they're going to have like this whole like history of them yeah, this family culture is so about, like, documentation and, like, a manicured version exactly. of it. Like, we're kind of, like, as a culture, picking up the pieces of what that meant, you know? Because, like, well, it, they, I think it just didn't work until Instagram took off because it's such a visual medium. So now they're, like, like Venn diagram, really. Sorry to interrupt, but that's what I was yeah, just trying to No, I thought. completely agree. Yeah, you know, you're totally right with that. Speaking of visual mediums, should we get right into it? Oh, yeah, we can. This is a good episode. Yeah, it was good. I feel like it was just starting to get good, and then we ended it, but we'll get into that. There was a a good bombshell. Joe wears wigs in bed or something. Oh, my God, there's such, like, Joe and, like, Joe from Family Guy (laughs) and Bonnie. That's Teresa and Joe. (laughs) I have poopies. Well, let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back. Ding dong, bougie kids. Ding dong. (laughs) It's a child. (laughs) Okay, Um, so the episode starts off with ding dong, bougie kids doing like a pop up at Envy. And I had not a lot of notes for it because it was just. They, they did not focus on the clothes at all because there's nothing to focus on. Like, she is buying all this stuff from Alibaba, right? Like, Probably. she's not designing this. I just said, I was going to say that it looks identical to the way Teresa used to dress her kids in, like, season one and two and three. It's, like, tutu dresses, like, attached to a tank top mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, it's a headband nothing. with a glitter bow, which she was, like, hyping up how you need to feel, like, the textures. And, like, everything is, like, elastic and, like... <laughs> like flammable <laughs> yeah polyester <laughs> i just have to keep uh reiterating that danielle is the one grooming kids here when <laughs> trying to dress them like adults <laughs> and then the line called bougie kids it's like i'm starting to have a new theory that she's jumping a ramsey so like this is going to be the theme of the episodes that they kind of touch on the fact that dolores and jen are like the bridesmaids and that melissa's not and melissa's obviously not 
thrilled about it. I think she feels left out and embarrassed. I feel like that doesn't like sort of happen until the end, but we do like get sort of set up. They that. bring it. Danielle brings it up. Yeah. Um, again, like I think Melissa doesn't actually want to have that closeness with Teresa. It's nothing about that. It's not like actually like lamenting this thing that could have been. It's, I think um, the optics of it that embarrass her. Well, she wants to play like high and mighty that she doesn't want to participate. But then at the same time, you can tell that it bothers her later in the episode. Yeah. I think it bothers her because it's the elephant in the room. Did mention something about uh, Danielle was calling someone a rat. Remember? Was it her or was it Rachel? Yeah, because it's just oh, no, because... No, it was Danielle. Oh, yeah, because she, like, opened up to someone and then they shared that drama. But it's, like, that's literally not what a rat is. It's, like, that's when they, like, talk about you doing money laundering to the police. Yeah, no, to the FBI. And, like, yeah. they're a microphone under their clothes. Exactly. That's <laughs> um... All of the Ding Dong Bushy kids have, like, an insert for a microphone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's really So you what... could be an informant. Because Dolores was, like, in, our, in Italian culture, you don't call someone a rat. That's the worst thing you could say. Yeah. You're breaking your mother's heart. Okay, so the girls are packing for Ireland yeah, in the I was next scene. I going to say, uh, do you think Teresa could find Ireland on a map? <laughs> um, there was, like, uh, <laughs> one part- quote that I liked. Yeah. Where um, Louis was, like, um, I think it was Louis, maybe not Louis, but he was, like, you realize, like, it's cobblestone. Like, you're going to have to wear, like, um, you're going to have to pack sweaters and boots. And she was, like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> And then Are Dolores made a reference about, like, they can't wear the Louboutins. And I was like, walk a mile in these Louboutins. <laughs> Just them, like, breaking their heels in, like, cobblestone. Falling in Dublin. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, Marge just got her cast off. She's going to break the other arm. Oh, my God. Totally. <laughs> we need to start placing bets. Who's going to, like, bones are going to shatter first on this trip. She needs a life alert. Oh, poor thing. But um, so Dolores is with um, Paul's, Polly's family, yeah. who are like Irish, like his brother and um, his wife. And Dolores was like, I would love for the girls to come over here and hear them speak. <laughs> They're not like, <laughs> like monkeys. Me, like, bringing, me, like, bring, <laughs> me bringing my friends to Grandma Nan. Seriously, <laughs> that is it. <laughs> Look at the poor people. Like that one time that we chartered a boat with the scariest men. <laughs> you were and so scared. Like AJ like looked at me and he was like, I think that man is half lobster. <laughs> <laughs> the French like, one or the old boat. one? Okay, one was either one the was the old one. Okay. Yeah, just one was like a meth head and one was scary. <laughs> okay, yeah, just to fill in our audience, we had like we chartered this boat. Like a first sunset time. cruise. Yeah, but it was like the first time it's like maiden voyage for the first time since it was uh like redone so it's like an old boat that they had just redone and then they just put duct tape on it it was just duct tape that like fixed what it was called did i say something it was called like the beaver something did i say that i don't know what it was called yeah the old beaver let's just say stinky beaver beaver. (laughs) squirting beaver (laughs) and yeah one of so the guy who brought us there was like this really really acadian guy which is like this French, Eastern Canadian with a really strong accent, kind of probably a bit older than us. He called him French himself. His name was Frenchy, but I guess that was like his alias. But the guy like actually driving the boat was like probably like some alcoholic in like his 90s. 
Oh yeah, no, this man, like you know, he's lived a life. Like, <laughs> he definitely has like lost a marriage or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like he just had this like faraway look in his eyes. I'm like, you're the one driving this boat. Like, <laughs> it's probably all he knows so how to. Scared. It's all he knows how to do, at least. But thank God it was like crystal clear water that night. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> that would be even worse if we were like. <laughs> oh my God, imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, I was white knuckling that experience though. That you were, even though it was like gorgeous in photos. I was like, this looks so peaceful and relaxing, like in the photos. But you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my heart just like. <laughs> <laughs> So I love how they're like before when they were packing, uh, they're like packing like these Versace dresses, being like, "This is so Ireland." <laughs> like what? Like so we could get into it later when you really see like the fashions that they choose to bring yeah. to Ireland. Everyone is so so poorly dressed, like crazy, really Every... misinterpreting it. Like, where are some Alexander McQueen kind of inspired Ooh, stuff? Like Vivian like, Westwood. Yeah, exactly. Like we're like um like wool and like Tartans, plaid yeah. and textures and stuff. Like it would be so fun to pack for a trip like that. Like if you, you know, that's what I was gonna say. For. Like literally, I was gonna ask you like what my next question is like. What would you wear to Ireland? And it's like all like wool sweaters and like coziness and like yeah. dressing like an old lady. And then but like everyone or, was like on really a different... like tight turtleneck or something. Yeah. You know, like you could be like sexy about it too. But everyone was on like a different trip. Like Teresa packed like she was going to St. Bart's. Like Okay. Teresa went okay, you know when at the end of the episode when they like go to the bar hopping thing, she was dressing in a bougie kid's outfit. It's true. <laughs> it was ding dong. She's like, like where did you, um, you get that dress, Teresa? I was from bougie kids. <laughs> it was. Like uh it looked so cheap. They're like, it's a Marilyn Monroe. It's like, no, it's not. It looks terrible. It like it looked like a, a prom dress or something. Like one of those uh, Halloween costumes you get. Ooh. Yeah, to be like Marilyn Monroe, but like, I don't know, for a child. They're like vintage blonde haired lady. <laughs> you can't <laughs> use her name. <laughs> blonde overdose. <laughs> <laughs> Louis always looks like he's taking a dump. He's always like... <laughs> Yeah, no, he's like <laughs> <laughs> No, and he he's on like like Adderall or something. Like the intense it's really interesting to see her dynamic with him because she's so like low energy all the time and he's so high energy and I think that's she likes it cuz Joe Judice <laughs> like her like last husband was so low energy as well. That's oh why yeah. It didn't work. I can't imagine yeah, whatever works for them. Yeah. I guess they're all I in like the Bahamas now with the girls, with Joe, Juicy Joe. Yeah. Why would you get mad at your daughter wanting to be a therapist, Jen? Well, and <laughs> Olivia. Down that um, uh, Jen said that Judy was impressed that Jen repressed the infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what your therapist said. <laughs> like, like that's your takeaway is that she was impressed with like your like fortitude of repressing like a traumatic event i think like she means impressed by like her a nice way of saying like that was fucked up (laughs) (laughs) but you can't say that i hope judy comes to ireland (laughs) she's like haunting the castle yeah, we'll get into like their fear of ghosts. And this uh, is such a weird crowd. 
Did you notice the airline is called like Aer Lingus? Right. Like, are they gonna eat, eat you out on the plane? <laughs> Only if you're in first class. The chairs are just like sex swings. Like the part, like when you go to the gynecologist, where like the yeah. <laughs> That's how the pilot controls the plane. <laughs> Everyone's like excited for the turbulence. Why is the stewardess naked? <laughs> Just a bib, like, fork and knife. It's like, where the in-flight meal is you. Today's in-flight meal will be Teresa Giudice. Teresa is an uh, Italian who's just finished a healthy diet of pineapple. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I love how she, like, sees one pineapple in Ireland and was like... <laughs> This is like you gotta quit it with this pineapple shit. Like, <laughs> like as if Teresa is gonna turn into some like sex monster. She gets some pineapple. She's like, you remember that French like, je suis anana. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like Canadian content there. Um, yeah, that's a deep dive. Tele Francais in the house down yeah. boots. And then that's, that is Teresa. <laughs> but I was gonna say, everyone knows in Ireland you can let your cum smell like garbage. They check you at customs. <laughs> Sniffer dog. <laughs> like what? It's so desperate. This woman. Sorry, it's going to sound like misogynistic or whatever, but I just don't like straight people. Getting like married for the second time in your like fifties, and you're making a deal like it's your first wedding, like you're a freaking virgin, like bringing all your girls there. Like it's really sad in a way. I'm not sure how I feel about it, Liz, because, like, I think there is probably a degree of knowing Teresa's background, a bit of pressure when she was young to get married. She, you know, she said, like, Joe was the first guy she ever had sex with, like. Um, oh, my God. That, she that is a virgin. That would have colored her opinion. Yeah, no, she <laughs> is. And, like, that, like, I think her with Louis is more of representation of real love that, like, mm. motivated her to get married as opposed to, like, cultural um, pressures and stuff. So, in her case, I think. I'm I'm happy for her that like she's so enthusiastic about her relationship with him, even though he's a weird guy. No, no t- I don't know if he's weird. He's just weird. He's no Tony. <laughs> he's no Tony Soprano. Oh my god, we have to get into that. Okay, Jen Fessler fucked James Gandolfini, and I want to know all of the details. Ah, oh, I love him. I wish you could make more jokes, but I have like. No Soprano references in the Rolodex well, right now. I am I'm a huge Sopranos girly, and I think James Gandolfini is so fucking hot. Like what? in his own way. Yeah. No, his dick is like small. He looks like a little no, boy. It's not. No, he's like six foot five. Probably and like five inches. <laughs> no, no. I think he. I think he is a a bull. Okay. Well, that's where me and you differ. You have to watch Sopranos because he is such big dick energy on that whole show. Like, you really buy into his, like, sexual prowess. I made a note. So, like, when they arrive in Ireland, Melissa was talking about how she was scared of the paintings. And she was talking about her dad. Well, 
I did make some note, but I don't think it was about her dad. I was just trying to be like, oh, it's going to be like Gabriella and Teresa's dad. Melissa was like talking about how she's scared of ghosts and she's like scared of her dad popping up and saying, doll, I got to talk to you. And in the testimonial, she seemed like drunk or something like she was like not coherent. Uh, I saw this really cute clip of Vanderpump talking about how they did filming for the intro with like holding the diamonds. Did you see that? No. Um, <laughs> she's like so fucking smart. They were like, okay, hold it like to the left. Cause they don't tell you which, if you're going to be left, right or center. And so she was like, okay, hold it to the left. And she's like, okay, hold it to the right. And then, okay, hold it in the middle. She's like, I can see that for her. I know. But uh, actually, Heather had admitted something similar where they record your taglines. And if you don't like the tagline, you just like botch it in the take. Do you get to write your own? Um, you must, you probably, right? You get like probably five. You maybe get to th- get some, throw in some you feedback. You get them I mean, by them. Essentially, you are. They're quotes from you half the time. <laughs> Teresa did not write the hers Blind, this season. Blind's thinking the one. Blind, you can always help. This is Bill. Blood may be thicker than water, <laughs> but it's hard to clean. <laughs> that castle isn't actually that nice in my head. It looks like something you could buy in Moncton, New Brunswick. <laughs> that is Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like four walls. But imagine trying to like heat that bitch. Those things are probably owned by family like the same in uh, White Lotus. What are those called? Those like a C yeah. family and then they can't afford to keep them so they just like rent them out exactly that's totally what it is I think it's like cool some of the rooms were not cool though like when they did the room tour I think three of them were nice and then some of them were just like abhorrent I was and gonna like- say um it's like totally my style <laughs> my dad's like into that so it like reminds me of home your parents would love this castle the like um, floor to ceiling wallpaper, <laughs> the twin beds. Yeah, that's separate. <laughs> <laughs> the dungeon. They would choose. They would choose that over yeah. like <laughs> Teresa's room. Jen Fessler's room. I was scared though, seeing like Teresa's room, and that she got um white bedding. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to destroy this white bedding with her spray tan. I thought of that too, but I was also like the hosts look exactly like they could be their daughters because they had just as much tanner on them and were wearing like white clothing as well. Did yeah, you notice that? they were definitely the Irish version of the daughters. Imagine the amount of pranks you could pull on Melissa. Oh my God, that should have been a spinoff. Like... I, actually, I put that in my notes at the very, very end. I said I need a spinoff where... It's always Jersey people in a castle in Ireland and it's called downtown Abbey Shore. <laughs> and it's like unscripted like curve. <laughs> it's just like um, having like portraits on the wall where the eyes, like you can put your eyes in and you just follow her. It, the goal is to psychologically torture Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Who can get Melissa to leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretend to be her dad. But yeah, the castle looks cold as fuck. I can't, I bet it costs a bazillion to heat. Um, Marge's what, time room was, of, what time 
of year what do you think it was? Was it summer? It must have been summer. Yeah, they said it was hot. Like there's no AC or whatever, but Marge's room is called Tinkers. Is that her new nickname? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was like, it must have been the dog's room or something. She's like, okay, so I'm gonna need one of you to wipe my ass. <laughs> it was called it wasn't called the Tinker Suite before until she left. <laughs> But I feel like Marge has the most like UK humor out of everyone. <laughs> she could like I guess, yeah. she could like fit in as like an old lady there. Yeah, like because she's really crass. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, her confessional look is so bad. It's like a backwards yellow corset with two scrub daddies. <laughs> <laughs> it is backwards. Giving Monet exchange. Yeah. Like, soak, <laughs> girl, soak what up? Maybe some of that sweat on your forehead. Uh, I wrote in my notes that um, Jackie is wearing a jean jacket. I was looking at that right now in my notes too. And I put hashtag JJJ, Jackie's jean jacket. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the most haunting thing for me is like seeing that float around like the staircases in Ireland. (laughs) Just a jacket out by the lake. Like when you look out your window, it's just her jean jacket. Like the headless horseman wearing a jean jacket. <laughs> but yeah, she must be like starting to drop a line of jean jackets or something. I don't get it. Like I was going to throw my phone out the window when I saw that jean jacket again in Ireland. Yeah, I know. Like she just like is really not bringing the fashions. I think it's because the probably the producers told her that she's a friend of the season. Like she's mm-hmm. not really a main cast mate. So she was like, I'm not going to spend any money on this. Her stuff. sheen subscription has ended. Danielle puts on the worst outfit known to man. It's like a camo. With the bandana. Yeah. She's like, I'm in oh Ireland. Like what? <laughs> she's wearing like this like army green <laughs> onesie and then like a silk bandana. She just looks insane. Oh, they, they confront Jen about the psychic. And Jen essentially admits to it. Oh, really? I was full on gullible believing it. No, well, like, I, Jen was like, yeah, like, I called her the night before and I told her we were fighting and, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh. She, like, told her the whole tea and, like, backstory of everyone before. What a fucking idiot. And then in testimonials, Jen was like, oh, fuck, did I say endorsements? I think I said endorsements. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is bad PR, though, for that psychic. She probably just, like, does it as a hobby and, like, sells, like, those leggings on the side or whatever. Oh, yeah, LuLaRoe. Oh, yeah, LuLaRoe. <laughs> With coffee stains. We're going to say we should start a LuLaRoe. Yes. <laughs> this is all SpawnCon for LuLaRoe. We're, like, deep, <laughs> deep, deep in leggings debt. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what I have in my notes is, like... The, the bombshell of the episode is... Oh, know, yeah. I didn't even, like, take that in, in my head. You have to t- explain the whole thing to me. Okay. So, um, you know that, like, Marge lost her best friend. They had a huge falling out. This Laura girl who contacted Teresa and Jen. And Laura said that um, a big... I don't know if it's, like, Laura saw it firsthand. It was, like, a rumor that it was... Melissa was seen making out with someone else. Yeah. Like Laura wanted to tell this to Teresa to be like, you're part of this family. It's up to you what you do with this information. But like this obviously affects your family. 
I love that, like, when Danielle, like, was pressuring Jen to tell her, Jen was like, I can't. Ten seconds later, it was because <laughs> Melissa was making out with a dude. Uh, Jen is so chaotic. I love it. I know. I love her. What's her <laughs> sign? Probably, like, sad or Aries or something. Chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's true? Well, you know me, how I don't care about people cheating on people. Um, but like you what, know, in this in this world, that would mm-hmm. be like a death knell, like to any marriage. That there's no kind of sympathy with like that kind of stuff, especially if it's a woman cheating on a man. Maybe the reverse wouldn't be as bad. But I, because I've been watching the earlier seasons, the energy of Joe and Melissa was so intense. Like in the early seasons, like the sexual energy. So, yes, exactly. Like there, and like the codependency was so intense. You don't pick up on that anymore, but that could just be editing. Mm-hmm. And and them aging, that they have, like, lived life since, like, 13 years ago or whatever. Um, Ew, I'm just but, getting flashbacks of Joe saying poison. Yes. He always referred to his semen as poison. His, like, three semens. Yeah, all, all two of them. Poise, poison <laughs> and poison. You're supposed to have six million. And how many do I have? Six. So it's like six million? No, six. I wrote in my notes, like, because we see them get ready to go, like, bar hopping. This is the least stylish franchise of every housewife franchise. It's wild how ill-dressed they are. It bothered me a lot. I almost couldn't even look at how bad it was. Because everyone was at a different vacation, like I said. like. Yeah. And, like, they, I think we're all given the, like, cue to wear green. Oh yeah, that was gross too. Yeah. And when, it, when Melissa everyone said, looked horrible. When Melissa said top of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice a picture of Dolores and Polly's grandmother where <laughs> Dolores is just like completely dark and the grandmother's like completely white? It's like that's exactly the camera can like um <laughs> pick up on that. <laughs> but that's how you know UK people on vacation is like they're pale as a ghost. Cause even the tanning beds there are like they have crazy laws where you can, like not even get a good tan out of tanning beds. Right, because they have like universal health care. So everyone who's gonna get like <laughs> melanomas in five years, like they're like, we can't pay for this. Like Yeah. But it's it's sad. I would play like a game with myself when I was in Spain to be like, Oh, that person's British and like go up to them and I could hear their accent. Melissa knowing uh, that it's always her fault is creepy. What do you mean? She's like, Oh, and it's always my fault. Uh explaining yeah. how she's like caught in the middle but yeah that comes out like especially like what you just said like when they um arrive at like the first bar of their bar tour that Teresa kept over and over again reiterating she's like I never throw Joe under the bus and I'm like yeah no you don't you throw Melissa under the bus <laughs> yeah like, that's what that is <laughs> like, you know you're technically right <laughs> uh you're right but you're wrong yeah, no, it's just because by proxy, you're throwing him under the bus when you constantly blame his wife for all of the issues in, like, how you don't get along with your sibling. Jen accuses Melissa of having an obligation to be in the wedding party, I guess. See, I don't think it's an accusation. I think it's, a, like, a literal fact. Like, mm-hmm. that it just is. Teresa and Melissa just will never, ever connect on like a sisterly level well like Teresa gets all of those things from Dolores and Jen like these things that she lacks in her relationship with Melissa so why are we shocked that like when she had her like was it vision (laughs) 
that she decided that had to be, you know, those two ladies. I wasn't in my sister's wedding party and I'm her only brother. (laughs) (laughs) Becky has left the building. (laughs) Great example. Oh yeah. Yeah, you are the Melissa. I also don't care that I was I did like two readings, so it's basically like the entire show of the wedding. And they only had like two he had like his two brothers as groomsmen and I had never met him before so what am I going to do be the third groomsman and then she had Sarah had like two bridesmaids so it wasn't like this thing where you have like 40 yeah it was a thing where you have like 40 bridesmaids or whatever but (laughs) for comedic value yes I was not in the wedding party (laughs) I remember there being like I had to like read like a Bible passage or two Bible passages and one of them had like almost uh, double entendre or like, what is it called? The word when it's like a sexual meeting. <laughs> is it, is it the book of songs? Probably. Yeah. That's like the, like, I guess it's like new Testament. Like maybe it's not, maybe it's old Testament, but it's like essentially just about like love and marriage and stuff. But it like talks openly about sex stuff. But yeah, I remember reading the passage from the Bible or whatever. And trying not to laugh and being like if you laugh right now you're gonna ruin the whole wedding <laughs> and i had to be like super genuine and like looking people in the eyes but like i remember being like it was so cheesy like wanting to like because they're gonna remember that forever so i'm just like but you're still wearing the, sh- the shrimp pillow <laughs> yeah exactly and i'm like <laughs> i'm like phoning it in from zoom <laughs> as soon as melissa jumped on the word obligation that's when marge was like obligation jen fuck you like this is my like she's opportunity like, she's like take it back take <laughs> it back <laughs> start okay. stabbing her like no one <laughs> cares that much it was just uh, weak, a weak moment of weakness taking the breath out of her hair <laughs> <laughs> takes off her rings <laughs> when rachel was somehow talking about like adding gasoline to the situation she kept doing like a hand job motion she was like like adding gasoline (laughs) (laughs) she was just like (gasps) (laughs) you don't want to add that to the situation (laughs) it's like on analingus airlines or whatever it's called (laughs) rosebud airlines Are you capable of creating a limerick about anything that's going on? About air Rosebud Airlines? <laughs> Should we try? What are the rules of limericks? It just has to rhyme, right? And it's just like four lines. That's it's it. like A B A B A or something like that. Or like A A B B A. That's what it is. There once was a man from So A A B B A. That's what it is. There once was a Becky from nothing rhymes with Montreal, so better not say that. From New Brunswick. Nothing rhymes with New Brunswick, Becky. Ick, ick. That's not a word. Like, no, you you find a way to incorporate ick. New Brunswick. There, there once was a Lim- girl from Limerick. <laughs> Limerick. Limerick. There once was a girl from New Brunswick who struggled to write a limerick. That's so rhyme. You want to make it easier for yourself. Like Becky was a girl with bangs 
and she really knew how to hang. She liked to smoke her vape, but she couldn't pass eight because that's when she ate her wang. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be on my gravestone. (laughs) Analingus motto, mission statement. Right on the side of the plane. So, Peter, there once was a boy out Wait, west Peter. who thought that, okay, it's Peter, it rhymes with Peter, leader, beater. Beater. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> leader, meter, feeder. Becky. <laughs> <laughs> should have done this before we recorded no we'll have to think about it in the notes <laughs> okay next episode we'll write some limericks <coughs> okay we need Jim about each other jim fester to help us <laughs> she's such a casting director it's crazy she is that is actually the energy she's been giving off this whole i season. know it's she's not like actually participating she's just being like a casting director just trying to stir the pot like get on this couch and eat my pussy <laughs> the casting couch heard of james gandolfini yeah. but that's how the, that's how the connection would they were like oh you're casting director did you ever sleep with anyone yeah she peer pressured this like, she's like six foot five like like 400 pound italian jen weinstein okay let's not go there you want to be a star don't but you that's, that's funny that you say that because do you remember in the last episode when they were reading the like um coffee cups she looked you know like that key and peel skit where he's sweating like so much do you know what i'm talking about no me right now okay it's, it's a meme like Jordan Peele like it's just a shot of his face and it's just like a water bottle worth of sweat just going down his face oh yeah yeah but like that was Jen when they were reading cups because she was like I don't want her to know <laughs> something <laughs> like in the, in the cup it just is like casting couch she's <laughs> <laughs> like a little couch <laughs> yeah a little black leather couch and then there's like a camera on the other side it just is like <laughs> Epstein Island <laughs> <laughs> Just as a little island. Little St. James. <laughs> Jackie is so horny for Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that? In the she's pre- back home. Like, she's acting like it's home. No, but did you see in the previews, there's a shot of her with, like, Guinness foam all over her face. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Like, oh my god, is she blackout? Like... They take away her passport. Are they making her do this? No, that was wild. Like, that was like, I was like, I feel like... <laughs> that was personal. You were really scared. Body when horror. She, like, at, like, adamantly doesn't give head. She was going to be a stewardess on Analingus Airlines, but didn't want to put out. <laughs> You remember last week when I said when she found out she's going to Ireland, she was like, "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> she's like leaves a snail trail the whole way out of Polly's apartment. 
She needs she needs two cc's of Guinness and a shot of Ozempic. <laughs> Let's not make Ozempic jokes with Jackie. I want to like leave. She, oh right, she's the only one that doesn't do it. She's no, naughty. She's, she's, naughty. she's <laughs> Peter. Stop. You can edit out. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else in my list of notes besides limericks, so I'm at. Besides limericks, there once was a podcast about shrimp. Is anything wrong with shrimp? Uh, gimp. Gimp and like simp. L- limp. Limp. Oh. Simp. Oh, simp's a good one. And it was hosted by two simps. They tried to make jokes and because they were broke that the jokes all went limp <gasps> that's good <laughs> <laughs> that was solid yeah three words and then two words that rhyme um i i told aj that like we can see on like i cast like who's listening to our podcast and i was like oh there's people like in uh was it belgium or yeah holland but he was like he's like do you think they're just actually searching shrimp cocktails like <laughs> That they're not actually listening to you. They're just searching for the subject of shrimp cocktails. Why would there be a whole podcast on how to make a shrimp cocktail? We just go. These are Northern European people. We don't know what they do. Plus they use the word prawn. Do they? Yeah. AJ. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to nag us in our podcast. He's trying to... um, What's it called? Ick my... Yuck your yums. Yuck your my yeah, he's yucking my yum. <laughs> That's the, the motto for analingus air. <laughs> yuck yuck your yum question mark. Yuck yuck your yum yums. <laughs> In an Irish accent. None of our stewardesses have teeth. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's definitely not a great food capital of the world. Like, what are the girls going to do? They're they're definitely going to make them eat something they don't want to eat. That's always, like, what happens when, like, these ladies go to international trips. <laughs> like, ah, the culture! Like, yeah, exactly. What I don't know. Like, it's not like they would eat haggis or something, which is Scottish. But, like, uh, blood sausage, maybe. They're going to make them do that. Did you notice on Ultimate Girls Trip, they had, like... Thai barbecue and like Candace thought it was weird and some of the girls thought it was weird that the food wasn't cooked I was like what all of them thought it was weird like it was like half of them just did mm-hmm. not get it where like Marisol and Alexia were like we just didn't eat it's like why they were acting like, bratty and like Leah didn't eat because of like uh, her being kosher and stuff which is like that's fine because like she doesn't <laughs> eat shellfish she doesn't eat pork that's fine like no it's not you don't want <laughs> <laughs> It's like policing people's bodies, like Heather being like, let's get her drunk this trip. Yeah. I didn't say that. God, Heather, I can't with Heather. Really? I can't. Uh, she's just so weird this season. Mm-hmm. I feel like she like, can't decide whether she's going to be like wild or not. I guess in a way that Whitney's right. No, Whitney's right about everything. 
she is kind of playing two sides. I didn't really notice until it was like pointed out like a million times, I guess. I think uh, Heather is just someone who has a lot of vulnerabilities that she probably wasn't aware of until she got on the show. And instead mm. of actually doing the homework, she's just like, like being a very like almost flippant. like Jen Shaw about it, just like, you know, flippant and also the blind loyalty theme that like is so big with Heather that you have to be blindly loyal. She expects the same back for herself and it's it's tiring because yeah Whitney doesn't do that oh did you see the part where McSweeney has a panic attack in the shop no I Uh, I'm like I only watched episode four you probably get it like this week because it's like I think from last week but yeah it was just funny because it's so obviously a panic attack because I know when I see one but all the like Portia and whatever being like oh she's acting like a child and when she people act like a child I just ignore them you know what I mean like I was like oh my god but it was also funny because it's like when you're not getting enough attention you just like have a panic attack (laughs) (laughs) me you relate yeah exactly I'm like relatable I'm like I know a a panic attack for attention when I see one (laughs) (laughs) that's what Portia's seeing yeah exactly but I also get really like nervous when they fight because they went out into the town that episode. I get nervous when they fight in public because I'm like, you're going to get in some weird Thai prison and Joe Biden's going to yeah. have to like bail you out by like trading some like Russian like war prisoner. Yeah. I mean, they don't understand where they are. They've never had Korean barbecue. Seriously. Yeah. Like, they've <laughs> never had to like heat up their own food like because it's fun. And then Marisol getting mad at, like, Pepsi for, like, not cleaning her room. Did you see that? Was... Yeah, like, her putting all the blame on Pepsi. Like, it's like, yeah, you told him and his staff did not fulfill mm-hmm. what you asked. Or maybe they haven't done it yet because they're exactly. cleaning seven other rooms. They, they might have, like, a skeleton staff of, like, four people who are doing everything. And he's not so the maid. They're... He's a director. It's like, and also you sound like a brat. You sound like a pig. Like, and you could tell that Alexia was being like, oh, like, you're on and TV. Did you notice that, like, there was just, like, a, like, it was, like, a paper towel with a bunch of, like, ripped up croissants on it? it was... What was that? Her, like, attempt at eating, like, 40 different times when she, like, can't keep anything down. Exactly. Like, that is, like, alcoholic ulcer, like, food. Is that she was, like, I only want the softest part of the croissant. So I'm going to take 20 croissants, rip them up, and only eat the part that has no, sh- like, cr- cooked part in it. Yeah. I don't have to chew. It just dissolves. Oh, uh, yeah. that makes me feel, I get, yeah, triggered body horror when I see Marisol complain about her stomach problem because i'm like oh you just need you have an ulcer it's true the doctor trying to say it like kindly without calling her anything like that it's like um gonna result in something much worse which like you can die from an alcoholic ulcer like that people die from that i hope hopefully she is just like that when she's on like when she's being recorded because she's uncomfortable and that like her real life is not like this but well when you travel your stomach can get like all knotted up but maybe she just noticed it a bit more when she was but I didn't find that she was very, I kind of liked her more this season or that season, I guess. No, I'm enjoying her. I think like Marisol is like a good housewife. It's just, um, yeah, like her lifestyle stresses me out. <laughs> when are we getting new Beverly or New York or anything like that? No idea. I have no idea. Supposedly Crystal is going to be the featured housewife on Beverly Hills. I saw that on Twitter. Crystal Meth? Because she, I guess, yes, <laughs> Crystal Methany. Um, she has like a lot of drama this season that like, oh. there's, 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 I think they're re- filming it now. And the rumor is that Crystal's going to like leave the way. 
Did you see her crying during the Oscars? Yeah. When I'm just like one. iconic when she's like hands her phone to her friend. It's like film me. <laughs> I heard uh, what's her name? Brooke Shields had Jenny Slate on her podcast and was saying that Ariana's a huge Marcel Lachelle fan. And Ariana Grande. Oh, I didn't know if you meant like from Vanderpump. I got excited. Oh no. What? You're excited for that. But yeah. I'm... Yeah, I was like, <laughs> finally you could talk about Vanderpump. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the real, the actual Ariana. Uh, with the high pony Arianka um but she just like does a Marcel impression like 24 7 can you imagine that she's such a theater gay she is (laughs) I mean look at that family I know she's like Frankie but hot yeah (laughs) they should have named her hot Frankie (laughs) (laughs) Frankie and hot Frankie were like the Jonas Brothers on Jersey Shore at one point as contractors no, what were they? They were on Jersey, I think. I mean, Jersey Shore, yeah, they yeah. Were on this Jersey. show, this show, whatever we're talking about. On show New, on, this? Not Jersey Shore, <laughs> New Jersey Housewives. <laughs> yes, like, uh, when who was building a house? Was it Dolores? Yeah, or no, Melissa I, or Caroline? They're always <laughs> building houses, they're just, yeah, houses because all the other ones have rats in them, and I don't mean the rodent. <laughs> I mean, the, it's bugged. And I don't mean bugs. I mean the, the bougie kids. <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean kids. I don't mean bougie. Oh my God, imagine the bougie kids were all just uh, a team of adult, like little people that were like hired uh, to spy on the Jersey Shore cast. They're all MK Ultra. <laughs> yeah. That's how they found out about Joe. Like, they're all Manchurian candidates. They just, like, walk, like, in zombie mode all the time. And then they get the word. And then it just, like, strikes the, like, Manchurian candidate in them. Is that what happens in the movie? Yeah, saw, no. It's like I a, saw that it's movie. It's based on a real thing. Was there, that, is like, it a remake? That one? Is there more than one? Uh, I don't know if it's a remake. Uh, like, the one with Denzel Washington. But um, the Manchurian candidate is a real thing. That, like, um, it was, like, theorized in, like, the 60s or whatever. That, like through brainwashing you could get these people to like live reg- like regular lives and then when they get the q word then they enact like assassinations and stuff i've seen that like parodied but i didn't know it was like based off of the real thing yeah like i from what i know it's because manchuria is a place in china in the 60s or whatever when like americans like china. soldiers are going through they would, they would all get sick oh like, just okay. like being in like the presence of that area um so like i think that's where the idea came up about did you read what I told you about Bikini Bottom and Spongebob? Yeah, I knew that already, that, like, Spongebob was just, like, a reference to, um, like, a nuclear fallout. Yeah, and they're all, like, mutant freaks. Yeah, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I love, I'm getting really into Spongebob. I feel like the aesthetic really fits with our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, like, have a you watched, Sorry? Have you ever watched Ren and Stimpy? I never liked that because it's, like, body humor and I didn't like it. It's like SpongeBob times a hundred. Like, yeah. It's it's good though. Like it's really it's it's really for adults. Even though I think mm-hmm. it was obviously marketed towards kids. It's the I didn't know this, but the the creator slash the voice of Ren from Ren and Stimpy was uh, from Quebec. Mm, oh my god! Well, that's it's Quebec. It's like a Canadian coded. show. It, <laughs> I guess I don't know. He's like an anglophone, but like okay. But yeah, I watched more like Cow and Chicken and like 
Dexter's Lab. Or or um cat dog. Yeah. You remember the show What a Mess? No. no. Maybe? No. I don't know. Do you remember there is like an Alice in Wonderland where like Tweedledee and Tweedledum were like break dancers? <laughs> no. <laughs> Very Absolutely 90s. Absolutely not. Yeah. I saw like a clip of it the other day. I was like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, did you have a good Easter weekend? Did the bunny I did. Did your bunny get to visit you? Um I you don't watch The Office, do you, right? Well, yeah. Like, I've seen The Office. It's okay. not like it's running. So like we did um AJ and I hosted Easter dinner at our house and my family came over maybe at one o'clock and we didn't eat until ten PM. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because and like I was just saying to AJ, I'm like, we are like the dinner party with Jan and Michael, like where it like goes on forever and ever and ever because I don't know, just like he was in charge of turkey and gravy, and that just like really drinking some other kind of gravy, if you know what I mean. Well, not really, but like, um, yeah, it was. I kept apologizing the whole time because like everyone was like falling asleep before we had dinner. Did you have appies or anything? Yeah, che- some cheesies. Like, Give them some bread yeah, while they exactly. wait. We need yeah. to post that. We watched like all these documentaries and stuff just to like keep ourselves distracted. But documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and their heads were cut off, and their arms were cut off, and their throats it's were like, cut. <laughs> you remember? Um, like this would have been like the like late nineties, two thousands, the faces of death that like VHS that circled around where it's all these, it's a, it was like this kind of snuff film, but I had seen it of like people caught dying on camera. That's so Lincoln coded. (laughs) But yeah, it's, I, I should have put that on. Keep everyone, (laughs) keep the energy going. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That like wholesome family energy. Okay. We need to post this SNL skit on the pod of, uh, I think there might be one or two, but Christian Wig is in all of them where they're hosting like a crab boil and they're just like hyping up the cr- hyping up the crowd like the whole time. And like in the end, there's no food. <laughs> but like, it's like in just two more minutes, there's going to be crabs and they're going to be so sweet yes, and buttery. That is our <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. There's no crabs. We forgot the crabs. <laughs> but like everyone has their like crab bibs on and everything. I love her. Yes. Yeah, we had no uh, superstar uh, skit on SNL. Sadly, that was uh, yeah. I watched it last night. I watched the uh, Molly Shannon one. And Missed opportunity. Was, yeah, it was. Because I know they're trying to be like, oh, let's do something unexpected. But I'm like, give the audience what they want. It's like when the band tries to play the new shit. You know what I mean? It's like they're here for the old shit. But they had a Sally O'Malley, but it was like ruined with the freaking Jonas Brothers. Yeah, I did like the. The digital short, I forget what the company's called, like Lonely Time Video or something like that. It was my favorite one, which she's like a video game. Did you see that one? Yeah. Of course you did. Where they did the Molly Shannon video game? It was in the- I don't remember. Oh. Well, I guess you hated it. And I guess you hate Mar- <laughs> Martin Short and his Ozempic joke too. I love Martin Short. That was so funny. He's like, I ran out of Ozempic! And then like eats a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> So what's for dinner? Speaking of Ozempic. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. Uh Uh-oh. Any more of that conch left? (laughs) Yeah, we're still eating it. (laughs) AJ's really sick, but I'm just giving him little portions. (laughs) (laughs) Like (laughs) The conch is like, becomes sentient. (laughs) 
you know, the conscious feeding itself. (laughs) It's like a parasitic relationship with the conch, like on the side of his head. Like in Futurama. Yeah, but it's like controlling AJ. AJ keeps like, 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 I don't know. Like Disa- bra- breaking into banks and stuff. It's like <laughs> disappearing like under rocks into like moist places and that are dark. He keeps spray painting like things about like Russia. <laughs> wait, so, so, so wait, what's the conscious motive? Becky, I don't understand where you're going I, with this I joke. Think the conscious <laughs> Russian. This <laughs> is so the conscious Putin. <laughs> We've been mentoring candidated. <laughs> oh yeah, fully like clicks in. Take me to Earth's reserve of algae. <laughs> Take me to the embassy. <laughs> Just like snail trails behind <laughs> wherever AJ goes. <laughs> you're like you're looking for AJ, and you just find like Jackie in Ireland. I just like I get off the call and I immediately slip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, make sure you're wearing some heavy footwear because you never know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Always right. keep a cell phone handy. That's my advice to you. Got my life alert on. <laughs> Seriously, like you and Marge. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love having you. Becky, you got anything to say? I'm always the one wrapping up here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shrimp Cocktail Podcast is created, produced, and edited by Becky P and Peter B. Find us on social media at Shrimp Cocktail Podcast and on Twitter at Shrimp Podcast. Special thanks goes out to Catherine for our cover art at Kane Pat, and our theme song is done by AJ at Grief Jerky. Please catfish us at shrimpcocktailpodcast at gmail.com, and we would love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you love Shrimp Cocktail, be sure to follow us on Patreon for exclusive episodes and more. Bye!